Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. And for this week's interview, as we've said before in the previous episode, we are talking to the Pop Brothers at Law, who are a couple of lawyers from California who specifically tell people to shut the fuck up. Uh, both of them couldn't join us today because Craig was very busy, but we're speaking to Mark instead. And that's super cool as well, because Mark is also a very cool guy. It would have been good to have them both, but it's still very cool to have Mark on the show. These guys are very busy and we really appreciate them taking the time to come and talk to us. So if you're going to want to know more about these guys, so you can visit their website, thepopbrothersatlaw.com. You can find them on Instagram, all over social networks. They have their own show. They, they have an epic YouTube channel. So there's lots for you to check out from these guys if you haven't heard from them before. But listen to the interview. Some very important legal information is given out in this show, and I hope you can all listen to it. It applies to everybody around the world, not just the people in the USA. So listen carefully. Uh, and if you ever get in trouble with the police, if you ever get pulled over or stopped for any reason, then there's a lot of good advice in this episode that you can follow. So I hope you enjoy it. We have uh, myself, GB, Monkey and TG in this interview. So it's not just me on my own. Uh, if you do, if you do enjoy the interview, make sure you hit a like or subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review of the show upon whatever podcast networks you listen to the show on. That would be massively appreciated. But don't forget to get over to their Instagram page as well. Uh, and make sure you follow them on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social network you use the most. So here's the interview. I hope you enjoy. I'll speak to you after. See you a bit. All right. Let me. How's it going, Mark? Hey. You good? Yo, how's it going? All right. I'm doing all right, guys. How so, are you guys doing? Yeah, is Craig coming as well or is it just you? Probably just me. He's stuck Sweet. on a call still. We had a lot of. A lot of action this morning that happens sometimes. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. We'll quickly introduce ourselves so you know who you're talking to. I'm the mushroom guy. I'm from the UK. Um, I am Mackie. And then we have Temple Grower, who's just sat down there. You want to say hi, TG? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. And then we have Monkey from the USA. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Greetings from the Southeast US. All right. Nice to see meet you there, Monkey. Yeah, and, man. And then we have Greenbeard from Ireland. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good, Greenbeard. I'm good. So and uh, uh, so we're pretty international panel, as you can hear. And Absolutely. some of us were still in the illegal places, so yes. we have to hide ourselves. I'm sure you know all about that shit because you do law. <laughs> we deal with it every single day. Mm-hmm. It's still illegal. Yeah, you're in California, right? Yes, we operate out of California. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's legal in California, right? But federally no. illegal. It's not legal in California. No, and I was just talking about this to somebody. Nowhere in the United States is it legal. Nowhere. Okay, Got so it. and that's not just federally I'm talking about. In every state, what you have to remember, and this is where people get fucked up because they come traveling and they visit and they think it's legal. It's not. It's decriminalized. There are limits. For instance, in California, you can have up to, if you're 21 and older, you can have up to one ounce. If you have more than that, you could potentially be looking at a misdemeanor and even a felony, depending on the situation and circumstances. Mm. So to say blanketly that it's legal is a misnomer. It's wrong. It misleads people. And I always like to just point that out. 
Mm. I, I wish I wish there was complete legalization, but there just there isn't. So we have to deal with those limits and the people that it hurts the most are the people that travel here. They travel here from wherever they go to a, a licensed shop, a legal shop, they buy, they get, they throw it in their backpack and then they go to LAX. And then they're in my office three days later after <laughs> bailing out for a felony, exporting mm -hmm. cannabis, any amount out of the state is not only a, a state felony, but a federal felony. Whoa. So you got, and, and, I just did a public service announcement on our page about this, about flying with cannabis. It's illegal, period. The fact that hundreds, if not thousands of people daily get away with it and do it doesn't make it legal. Just because you get away with something mm. doesn't make it legal. And the danger is somebody who doesn't, and I'm not talking about people who 20, 30 pounds and, you know, that trafficking is going on. And those people who get caught, that's a different story, but people with an ounce with four ounces, five, eight ounces, you know, those, those types of numbers where people come here and let's say they come to California and get a medical card with that medical card, instead of one ounce, you can have up to eight ounces. So you get people who, come from Illinois where it's medically legal and they can have a card and get it there. And mm. then they come to California and get a card because we know where the good stuff is and they <laughs> get it here and then they fly back with it. And if you're the unfortunate one, who's going to get popped, you're the one. So and even from one state to another where you're allowed to have that, even, even with a medical card, you can still get fucked. Correct. And there, to my knowledge, I want to say Nevada and Colorado, as far as I know, are the only two states that when you go to the airport, like in Vegas, you mm -hmm. go to the airport and in Colorado, you go to the airport leaving a big sign that says, don't take it with you. Yep. No questions asked. Leave it all right here. There's oh, a man. You can drop it in there at the airport. <laughs> I want to go there. Here. Fuck. Do people just throw their weed away then? It's like pile yes, of you weed. Will. Well, it's the same. It's the same in Amsterdam, Mikey. They go through your bags there, man. I'm serious. They'll open your carry-ons. You do throw your weed away in Colorado. Mm. Yeah. I thought Colorado had some program where they were giving it back to like less fortunate people or something like this. But they might be. The point. They should you know. be. They should be giving it to vets and 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 sick people who really need it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I point that out because the the other state, California, doesn't do that. Yeah. You know, I wonder why. Well, because it's revenue, right? It's money. Yeah busted and pay fines and all that bullshit and stuff so people just have to be aware of the laws especially especially when you when you travel and we're talking about cannabis. and this is what you do and this is you you're uh you're the pop brothers at law and you simply because this is complex already we're like oh we wasn't right here i thought we knew this so we would get ourselves in the shit if we bumped into the police in the usa with over an ounce we'd be thinking it was legal and would be saying things that we shouldn't say. And you need somebody who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about to do the talking for you. So what you have to do when you get, when you, when you have a police encounter, you know, you got to shut the fuck up, man. That's it. <laughs> you know, and it's, and I'm glad you're in different countries because, you know, we've been at this on social media for about six years and I've learned uh, through legal counsel in other countries like the UK and I, even Ireland, that while you don't have a Fifth Amendment, still our script and the rest of it and shutting the fuck up 
mm -hmm. can still help you out. In, yeah, we, in we have the right to remain silent. Yeah, no comment. Mm -hmm. No comment. So it's really global, this shut the fuck up. Uh, I mean, I do say there are some countries you, you might get shot, I guess. You know, I don't know. But <laughs> wherever you are, you want to double check it. But we have heard from a lot of uh, different legal authorities in different countries that uh, shutting the fuck up is, is all just the same. And you're not going to help yourself by talking to police. Because mm -hmm. they are not your friends. They're not. They're doing a job. And, and see, that's the other, like here in the States, in America, I say we've been brainwashed since we're kids because they have the cops come to school and, you know, mm -hmm. jo Officer Johnny Law is here and they park their car in the front of the school protecting everybody. And the cop wants to talk to you, be nice. And he's, you know, and so, I mean, that growing up like that, right, with, mm -hmm. the, with the idea that the cops are your friend. And that you should talk to them just because they're the police, yeah. you know, and so get uh, uh, un, unwashing everybody and you no, know, we're in America, we're in the United States and, you know, even other countries, you just don't have to talk to the police. It's none of their business, mm -hmm. what you're doing, where you're going, what you had to eat, drink, smoke. It's none of their business. So coming from that premise and we tell people to remember that when cops are talking to you think how come they're not arresting me right now mm -hmm. why are they asking me questions they don't have it yet they don't have enough and they're you're going to say something that'll lead to it oh so just shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up it's it is that <laughs> simple but it's very hard Mm -hmm. yeah i'm sure it is when you're under the pressure from the when the you know you got some big hench beefy police officers leaning over you with their firearms and they're asking yep. you all these questions and you know maybe even just trying to be your friend and you're trying to be non-aggressive at all to make sure you don't get yourself in any further trouble because you know you're saying i don't want to answer any questions to the police officer it might make them get defensive and start being addictive in the first place and raise exactly you know? exactly what it usually a, a lot of them a lot of them do mm -hmm. uh for that reason to scare you back in, into talking and those are the cops who, who don't give a shit about your rights. And they want, they want to make you talk any way they can mm -hmm. by taking advantage of that the big vest that they're wearing and the guns, like you say. And, you know, and that's why if you look at, you know, my, my Instagram, Snapchat stories, I do what's called the daily script review where I just repeat it every day. I do it by my, in the shower and the toilet on the, in the car at a red light. Why did you pull me over? I'm not discussing my day. Am I being detained? Am I free to go and look to, then you shut the fuck up. And I encourage people to do that. Like when you learned your times table, so it's muscle memory. So when it does happen and those cops pull their shit, it's just there and it's automatic. And that's, that's what I encourage people to do. Do they still overstep the mark though? Yeah. And if they do see, here's the beauty of, of our script and, and shutting the fuck up is when those cops step over the line and violate your rights and do things they're not supposed to do. When you haven't said anything other than our 25 words, it is going to be much easier for legal counsel to prove that they violated your rights and they did things the wrong way because there's nothing else. When I'm going through a police report, audio, video, and all I have to deal with and analyze is the cop's voice and words and 25 words from my client, <laughs> that cop's going to fucking shoot himself in the foot. Mm -hmm. 
you let them keep going. They, they try to, you know, manufacture reasons why they should keep you longer, why they should search and, and all those things. And when you talk, you start giving them what they potentially might need, which isn't that much at that moment in time mm-hmm. to now go through all your shit and, you know, leave you there on the side of the road. And so much better. You've probably got more than an ounce on you. It's because you know, we are a home growers podcast. So if you do get in trouble with the police and they do find some right where they can search your car, go back and search your house, then they're going to find shit you don't want them to find, man. So it's even more important to give them zero ammunition at all. Say nothing. Yes. And, and anytime you're, you're driving around, it, it should be in the trunk or in some locked box. Mm-hmm. So what are these 20, sorry, TJ, you got something there. I was just going to, I had a personal experience with like, I got pulled over the other day at a, at a check stop and check stops are kind of funny. Cause like, you know, I was coming home from work. I work in a cannabis extraction facility. So it's a bit funny there because most of my clothes smell like weed yep. when I come home yep. and uh, my two coworkers were waved on through. I was pulled over and actually made to do a breathalyzer test i don't Where, know if that was because uh i'm in canada so i don't know it's oh. probably a bit different here yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i I've, i like you said i i said as little as i possibly could you know um but he asked me questions and and yeah i i, I didn't know what to say I, I told him where i worked and stuff and maybe that was the trigger where he was allowed to give yeah. me that breathalyzer test um, I hadn't been drinking. It was for alcohol. If he had given me the the Dreger drug test 3000 or whatever the fuck that thing's called, I'm sure. Well, I know I would have tested positive because I'd actually just been <laughs> smoking a joint because I'm a medical patient right. um, on top of all of this, you know, so I'm basically under the rules under the Cannabis Act here, always impaired, never allowed to drive. <laughs> so I, I'm always worried about this shit because I know the cops don't know the rules really here. And well, the so, rules... So- you know, yeah. at a checkpoint, so just so, you know, in Canada, it, you don't say I invoke the fifth, but everything else still applies. So right. you should have just said, I'm not discussing my day. You know, that that's it. Be- because you're right. Saying what you said about where you work, yeah. I, mean, I mean, they can already smell it. You know, they, you know what I mean? So there's no need to give them any more. And that's yeah. what they do. You know, the, oh, you worked there, blah, 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 whatever, you know. And so, I mean, that that is a situation that we we encounter all the time here also at checkpoints so you just skip why'd you pull me over just right to i'm not discussing my day and in fact we get videos a lot i got one just the other day again people going through a checkpoint they roll up they you know have you had anything to drink or whatever question they ask i'm not discussing my day okay go ahead and they just go right through let them go right by you know so that because those checkpoints, those checkpoints are really there for people who are fucking drunk that are going to get caught, who mm-hmm. drive up, you know, that's that's really what it's for. But they turn it into now. Well, let's see what else we can poke at to get in somebody's car, because 80 percent of the vehicles that pass through are going to have some kind of contraband in it. And we're going to we're going to take our chances and see what we can do. So same thing. You just I'm not discussing my day, you know, and if they tell you to pull over now in California, field sobriety tests are voluntary. So you don't do them. I don't know how it is in Canada. If you have to, you you might want to look into that because 
in in a lot of states in Cal in the United States, it's voluntary. There are some states where it's not. And if you refuse, they take your license away. You know, in California, you can refuse, but if you get arrested, then you have to do a chemical test or the DMV takes your license. So th those are things I would, you know, suggest Canadians look into is whether or not you actually have to do that field. So it's probably a Google search away. You know, I'm in Canada. Do I have to do a field sobriety test? Um, you know, that's what we encourage everybody to do in their states here in California. Google your state. You have to do it. Because if you don't, you don't, you know, there's just no reason to, as nobody can pass those fucking things sober, <laughs> Stand on a whatever, you know, they're fucking ridiculous. So um, it remains the same at checkpoints. You ever had trouble yourself with the, uh, with the police? You've been pulled over and been in these situations yourself, right? So I, my dealings with the police uh, pretty much came in my younger years before there was a script uh, when I was, uh, oh, I guess I would say reckless, you know, um, <laughs> I got very lucky uh, as a young attorney in, in my younger days. I, I was my alcoholic, too. I haven't had a drink in three years. And, you know, well I've, done, got, I've got some <laughs> other stories to tell about that another day. But my brother actually had to you right when we you know, I want to probably around 2016 and we had come out uh, in 2015 on social media. Uh, my brother got pulled over coming out of a restaurant. He tells this story. He was, he, he had dinner. He had maybe two, two drinks with dinner over a course of two and a half hours. And he came out, got his car from valet. And no sooner did he leave the parking lot, woo, we got lit up, you know, and then the cops aren't supposed to do that. Wait at bars and shit, but that's what they do. And they lit him right up. Road pirates, man. Road pirates. That's what they wait for. And he's, why did you pull me over? Your lights are off. So valet had turned his lights off. Mm -hmm. So he didn't turn them back on. They were set to auto when he parked it. They turned them off. And he goes, oh, the valet turned them back on. Have you had anything to drink today? I'm not discussing my day. Oh, you can't just tell me one thing. I'm trying to protect people. And that's this is what cops do. They make you feel like you're not cooperating with them because you're not answering their questions. Mm -hmm. Cooperation doesn't mean talking. Look, my brother cooperated. He saw the lights. He pulled over. Mm -hmm. Gave me license, insurance, or registration. All cooperation. Answer my question. I'm not discussing my day. And then they asked him again. He said, am I being detained or am I free to go? You're detained. Get out of the car. So he was, oh, fuck. And for him, it was like, okay, you know, this is it. I've I've been, we've been preaching it. So he gets out of the car. And now by this time, three other cop cars roll up. Damn. They got to intimidate. Right. And then one cop comes out and starts screaming at my brother in his face. You can't blah, blah, fucking, where are you drunk? And he said, I invoked the fifth. And that was it. And then <laughs> after about three or four minutes of them continuing to harass him, hoping he'd say something, get out of here. And they let him go. No way. And that we hear stories like that a lot, all across, all across the world, actually, I, you know, from people who say I did it, I used the script and they let me go with a warning. They let, you know, I got a speeding ticket and that's see when you get pulled over and again, not talking to drunkards and maniacs who are, should be driving. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to everybody else. When you get pulled over, 
you are getting pulled over for either some traffic violation or some obscure vehicle code that the cop looked up so he could get you because your your license plate tag with three quarters of an inch off. I mean, there's shit like that, that cops do to look to pull you over. So when you get pulled over, you want to also keep in your mind, your goal is just to get a ticket. You get that ticket. Give me my ticket, get me on my way. Mm-hmm. Stick to the 25 words, shut the fuck up. Why'd you pull me over? Hey, you were speeding. You, know, you didn't use your blinker. You do whatever, hundred million reasons why. And whatever that reason is, oh, okay, that's what you should get a ticket for. And that's where the cops start to poke around and look in your car for open containers and things that lead to plain view searches, any kind of contra, a roach, you know, never consent ever, never, never, ever, 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 ever. Even when you think you know what's in your car. You know, I tell, I go on for days about stories, clients I represent who, I didn't have anything in my car. So what's the, what's the problem? Oh, well, your buddy dropped a bullet that was in the corner. Now you're a felon on uh, probation with a bullet. That's a felony. Uh, you know, your other friend dropped a half of an eight ball of Coke and the, you know, four weeks ago that, I mean, I've heard and seen it all. And when you consent, it's over. We can't fight the search later. We want to be able to fight it. So that's one thing you always remember is never, ever consent to a search. Damn. It's all interesting to hear this shit, man. I love spreading it around. I can't, I can't, I can't reach enough people. We mm. like we get calls every day, unfortunately, and hear things every day. That it's like shit. No matter how many, you know, we, we we've got a million and a half followers on all social media. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we also get shadow banned a lot, it seems. And, yeah, and yeah. Like but you know, we, we keep plugging away and and the repetitive nature of what we teach and preach in the face of, eh, you say the same thing every day. Well, I don't listen. I, you know, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're because we can't reach everybody, you know, and we, we just, you know, when my phone stops ringing and I stop hearing about people who don't shut the fuck up, I'll be able to rest. Mm. But until then, we got to just keep, keep plowing it and, and putting it out there. So these 25 words you have, what are they? Like you, you've been pulled over, like you say, you've pulled over to the side of the road, like a good citizen, and the officer comes over, knocks on your window. Well, and you can do this if you were just walking down the road and they stopped you as well. I suppose it's the same principle. Yeah. Why are you stopping me? Same thing. Yeah. Why you pull me over? Why are you stopping me? And then no matter what the cop says, doesn't matter. Anything, you know, it doesn't matter. I've heard it all. Stopped you because, you know, pulled you over because you, why are you in my area? You know, what, what are you doing here? Your, your blinker wasn't working. You were speeding. You were weaving within your lane. You're got a cracked windshield. There's something hanging from your rear view mirror. Your rear license plate light illuminator is out. All those things, right? And mm-hmm. no matter what they say, they tell you why they pulled you over. And when they ask another question, where you been? Where are you going? What's that smell? What have you had to drink? I'm not discussing my day. And you just very politely say that. And this point in time is where you're going to find out which kind of cop you got. If you got a cop who respects your rights, respects the law and is out there actually policing for safety, he might give you a warning, might give you a ticket and let you go on your way because he knows, you know, your rights, you're not talking the next 10 people he pulls over are going to blab away. Mm-hmm. So 
oftentimes that'll happen. Now, if he says, you know, you can't answer a question, you know, all that shit, then you go right to, am I being detained or am I free to go? Because you want to give him that choice now. Now he's got to think, oh, now this guy really does know his rights. Or if it's the cop that just hates that you know your rights and you just made his job harder, he's going to double down and, oh, you fucking get out of the car, get you out of the car. And that's when uh, when he tells you you're being detained, you must say, I invoke the fifth. Supreme Court says you have to state it explicitly. And then you shut the fuck up. And that's that's it. And then after you shut the fuck up, if they're going to arrest you, they're going to arrest you. You you shut the fuck up all the way in. You shut the fuck up at the jail. You shut the fuck up until you get out and go talk to your attorney. Don't talk to anybody else that's in there with you, other cops, other potential perpetrators that could be cops or undercover. You just don't know who's listening and who's asked who's doing what when you're in custody like that. And anything you say or do could be used against you. So you just continue to shut the fuck up all the way through. Wow. God damn. All of this is pretty much about drug laws. All, all of these stupid laws that have been passed and, and what you have to shut the fuck up for and why the police are out there trying to pull people over like this is pretty much because of the drug laws. Well, it's everything. I mean, I remember when, when the, the, the culture of policing, unfortunately, is not protect and serve, which it should be. And it says on their mm-hmm. cars, but it's let's see, it's us versus them, right? They're, they're in training, learning how to you know, lie to you, to get you to say things, to get you to incriminate yourself. So when they go out there, instead of policing for, hey, you know, use your blinker, you could have caused an accident. Drive that, you know, these vehicle codes are there for our safety. Mm-hmm. Let's police for that rather than, and this is a quote from a cop, Officer Sticks, live PD. We are looking for a reason to pull you over. And we're looking for a way to get in your car. I mean, they said it plain and simple, not out there policing for safety, looking for the Coke and the dead body in the trunk. And they want to turn a a little pullover into a misdemeanor or felony. They want big time stuff out of these pullovers because, you know, the highways are used for trafficking. That's, you know, that's, that's where all that shit started. And so that culture of policing is what needs to change from the inside out, starting with the academies and, and all that stuff. And, you know, whether or not we're going to see that anytime soon, I don't know, but that's why there's a need for what we do. You know, they're out there being taught how to get you to incriminate yourself, how to use the law to get someone who was be otherwise innocent potentially into a little bit of trouble. And so it's it's nece- it's a necessary uh, script until, if ever, cops can work in unison with the community and, and police for safety and not these other things. Mm-hmm. Effectively, they're now they've turned into state-sponsored revenue generators. I mean, that's kind of the way. Yep. You look at it yeah, from these. Fines, eyes. Yeah. There's fines yeah. and fees and yep traffic absolutely. stops. You know. Like I've been pulled over. I have a pretty terrible 
uh, raiding on my license because of a bunch of victimless crimes, like a rolling stop in a, in a town where nobody lives kind of thing. Right. And it's just, I mean, I know I broke the law technically, but like, you're not, nobody's being helped by this. Right. And effectively it makes me just distrust, you know, the, the, the motives of police more than anything, because yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't looking out for safety. He was mm -hmm. probably trying to fill a quota or make himself look good or whatever it was, but yeah, uh, something needs to change for sure. And that's where that discussion of the letter of the law versus the spirit of the law, uh, you know, can come in. Like you said, the letter of the law, you're supposed to stop. You're supposed to stop because you want to be safe for pedestrians. If there's no fucking pedestrians around. Well, yeah. What does it matter? Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the, you know, the argument. But uh, I, I agree 100 percent. It's uh it's the way police are taught initially. We, we have a, apparently a problem here in our city in Saskatoon. The police have started wearing the thin blue line patches now, and they're arguing that it's a solidarity thing for police. But, you know, if I if I was pulled over by a cop and I saw that, I would be scared, you know, well, <laughs> very, very skeptical. I will say that, yeah. you know, of yeah. why they might have pulled me over. So yeah anyway sorry mackie no just just saying you're a cannabis user aren't you mark so you're smoking a nice juicy spliff there oh yeah i uh i am a heavy cannabis user you know those are my joints <laughs> i like dabs and edibles and all of it sweet how long have you been using it for wow probably uh 25 years or so nice everyday smoker too Yep. Wake up in the morning, afternoon, all day, every day, as much as I can get my hands on that. Man <laughs> after her own heart. Yes, yes. man. Yes. <laughs> so you was up in New York as well recently, right? New York City. Yes, we uh, have a performance seminar called The Etiquette of Engaging Law Enforcement. And we did it at uh, Canacon in New York. We actually go to Oklahoma in uh, March and Vegas in May. And uh, we're just getting all around us everywhere we can to teach this. It's an hour seminar. We go over all this stuff, cases that we've done, uh, Q&A. We do a, a live version of our script challenge game show that we have on Instagram every Friday. So it's a lot of fun. And New York was such a blast. Uh, I got all around everywhere in New York. It was quite amazing. I got to let me uh, put you on mute. I got to grab this call really. Yeah, quick. no problem, man. No problem. All right, you got me for a few more minutes. <laughs> that's all, that, yeah, we very much appreciate your time, man. No I mean, problem. We know you must be uh, very busy. Oh, God, gets crazy sometimes. More people who won't shut the fuck up or what? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I, I seen you had a very busy morning um, this morning with a dude that was after trying to bring some of his legal weed from, was it um, L.A. Uh, to Chicago? Yep, yep. That was... Uh, mm. A client who, yeah, I was just talking about it, actually. Yeah. He was a medical patient in Illinois, medical patient in California, came here, eight ounces you can get as a medical patient, threw it in his backpack, arrested at the airport, felony exporting. And, you know, that's, that, that happens a lot. And, and, and this guy 
a month away from getting his citizenship. Ooh, oh, no. no. Not good. So we're, we're trying to uh, work around all that and, you know, just deal with everything. So, you know, we'll, we'll give updates as, as it goes. But, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because he was blindsided, which is no excuse. Ignorance of the law is no defense, mm-hmm. which is why I say you got to know when you're traveling. And, and, it's, and it's so dangerous to hear it's legal. That's yeah. all you hear in mainstream media. That's mm-hmm. not, what you hear. It's legal in California now. It just became legal over when a state does adult use. That's all you hear. It's legal. and it's not. It's all limits. Whether it's an ounce, two ounces, whatever. I think yeah, New York is like two or ounce or whatever it is. But there's limits everywhere. They have allowed adult use and medicinal. It is limits to it so it's not just a blanket legalization that's where people get in trouble super good advice too because up here in canada you mentioned flying where you know it's illegal to fly between states obviously here in canada we can actually fly between provinces no problem uh the airlines don't care um but if i were to come down to california and didn't know these rules maybe i would think oh i'm just i'm going over to colorado where it's also legal no problem and then i get fucked at the airport you know and yeah, yeah well, so. even flying from san diego to san francisco in california mm-hmm. right? oh really yeah. oh yeah i get shit. you have to go through t- federal agents at the airport right, you're not right, dealing with yeah. state people it's wow. federal tsa that's the f- oh fuck wow <laughs> jeez yeah, yeah that's, that's some bullshit man that's what people got yeah, i didn't even fucking understand until now that's how confusing yeah. it is. Airports Jesus. are weird, man. Yeah, the, the law says basically once you pass that security point, you're on federal jurisdiction at that point. Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Hmm. Um, yeah, here we just, they don't give a fuck, but that's... Uh, I do. I I know a, a lot of our, our listeners and that would already know that you don't travel from state to state with cannabis of any sort. Thanks to, to Mr. Monkey, because he, he beats that drum quite a bit. <laughs> yes, I have to, because, you know, yeah. a lot of people from other countries think, think, oh, it's legal in the U.S. <laughs> it is not legal in the U.S. Mm-hmm. It is highly, highly regulated, even where it is possibly marginally legal. And we all look at it from the outside as if it's the promised land. Oh, yeah. Even Canada, man, you're only allowed to have an ounce on your person in public. Like, right. I've never heard of that being enforced because, but that is the rule. So, mm. yeah. So, it's still, yeah, so it's, it's still, you know, it's still the same. There's limits. It's not right. just, it's, it's not know, legal. It's still prohibited. It's regulated would probably be a better word. Mm. Uh, a- absolutely. And it's like, you know, I could go put 300 bottles of vodka in my car tomorrow. Me too. Oh, it's a beer. No problem. We used to do that. As long as I paid for it, nobody's going to yeah. care. Darren. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, you've been a cannabis user for a long time. You say, did you when you went to law school and all and studied that's law? That's when I started very heavily using law school. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that was that, that. Yep. When I went to law school, you just uh, everybody was and I found it. It helped me concentrate and study more, mm-hmm. made it kind of fun. And then I, I, I discovered my uh, insane tolerance 
uh, and the amount of cannabis I needed for myself. So yeah, that's, it started in law school and just went from there. Have you ever grown your own? Uh, I tried twice. I suck. I'll never try it again. <laughs> oh, lame. <laughs> I encourage others to, though. I encourage, you know, do it. It's much better. If you can do it and figure it out and you have mm -hmm. the patience and the care, then it, everybody should. You well, know, if you ever wanted to give it a shot again, just come over to percysgrowroom.com, our forum, and we'll be able to talk a few things pretty easily. Just put in California, put a seed in the garden and it will do, do its thing with enough water. The problem will be the water, I suppose, for you guys. <laughs> yeah, it just depends. <laughs> yeah. Or the neighbors. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can't grow in California. Yeah, oh, you, you can grow, grow up right. to uh, 12 plants. Oh, cool. Yeah, man, get on that then. Just a few seeds in the ground. It's nice and easy. We, I suppose you're very busy as well. Yeah. I don't, I, I, well, I do what I, what I do know is that it takes a lot of care and love mm -hmm. and time. And, uh, while I love consuming it, I certainly wouldn't love growing it. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I know the guys that love it and treat it like a fucking person and sing to it. <laughs> all that. Every one, of us in, every one of us here do that. Yes. And that's what you need to do to grow good cannabis. And so, mm -hmm. Uh, I'd rather teach people to shut the fuck up and uh, consume away. You know? It's important as well, man. You know, very yes. much so. Yes. And you do a good job of it. Thank you. It's very, you know, your energy, you've always got good energy in your videos and shit. It's very, uh, very good to watch everything you put out. You make good content. I appreciate it. And I appreciate this time. Uh, it was fantastic chatting with you guys. And, you know, uh, we'll have to, <laughs> we'll, uh, have to have you on our show we just uh launched our new show sweet Top brothers at law live stream talk radio podcast nice oh, cool. so uh yeah we actually go live every thursday now at noon pacific daylight time sweet and it's just kind of freewheeling we we took the old talk radio kind of format where people call in to ask questions and talk about a certain topic and took it to the live stream so instead mm -hmm. of calling in we send the link out people come live with us and uh we just we've been doing it for the last three weeks so i'll uh nice. send you info on that we'd love to have you guys pop in on us uh one of these yeah that stories. would be awesome man we'd love yeah, that mark cool. nice yes. one nice one and where, where where else can our listeners find you because i'm sure they want to be following you on social media and go to your website and checking out more from you guys so where Absolutely. else can they go so our main website is popbrothersatlaw.com and you can find out all the information about our background and different things we do there. We also have some great merchandise, particularly the script sticker. <laughs> nice. Okay, now, when you get your oil change, they put that sticker on there to remind you to come back in three months or whatever. You put that there, you put it on your visor, and these are available at PBAL Merch, pballmerch.com along with uh, shirts and hats, at hashtag STFU gear. You can get all that there. So you're wearing your rights. You always have your rights with you. We've got mugs and a whole bunch of fun stuff that have the script on it. So you can carry those rights Epic. with you wherever you go. And then on social media, we're on all platforms. Uh, on Instagram, pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Also on TikTok with the same. You can find our YouTube channel, Pop Brothers at Law, Snapchat, 
LinkedIn. We are everywhere. Everywhere. Sweet. <laughs> and, and our live show, we actually go live on four different Facebook platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn, as well as Instagram Live and Clubhouse. So yeah, we're streaming and going live and simulcasting <laughs> on all of our platforms at once. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a fun time every Thursday, Pacific Daylight Time at noon. Yeah, man, sounds good. So we know you're very busy and we've, we appreciate your time very much, Mark. Thank you very much for joining us. Guys, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Monkey Doo, Mackie, Greenbeard, and TG. I appreciate the time and I will be, uh, I'll be getting that other info. We'll talk to you guys soon. Nice. Have a good day, man. Stay high. And don't forget, everybody, shut the fuck up. When cops have questions. (laughs) (laughs) See you, mate. All right. Nice. Cool guys, man. Well, we didn't get to, we didn't get to meet Craig, unfortunately, but Mark is also cool. Good advice though, man. Yeah, Mm. it is good advice. Shut the fuck up. Mm. Pretty, Pretty simple advice as well. You don't have to do much to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. It is kind of the best advice to do to not say a word until you speak to your solicitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you know and because... the hard part to swallow is you know, he's pulling you over, and mm-hmm. he's he's got one small violation for you, and you really don't want that violation. But what he's telling you is just just take that one hit. That's a good mm-hmm. fucking point, you know. And that was that was something I actually, yeah, I'm going to take away from this is I didn't ever consider that but you're exactly right Mm -hmm. they don't pull you over for any fucking reason other than like fuck what uh yeah he he qualifies for that fucking vague thing and then oh smells a bit fucking skunky in here boy shut the fuck up and take the little smells nice thank you yeah fuck those guys um it is hard though i will say you know like when you're there and you're just you you know you you invoke the fifth like I don't know. I mean, but again, you get yelled at and then like his brother, just get the fuck out of here. Really, really stoked we had uh, Mark on because like, obviously none of us are lawyers or, and I think, isn't it like, you have to always say that disclaimer, this is not legal advice and shouldn't be taken as such. Because <laughs> in case somebody like uses what you said and they're like, well, blah, 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 then you could be in shit, I think maybe. That must be why that disclaimer exists. But to have, you know, an actual lawyer who deals with this stuff all the time. It's, it's very, very helpful, I think. And this is one thing that we really don't really touch on a lot either is correct how, how to deal with police specifically. And we always say how to avoid police, know. but not right, how exactly. to actually deal with it. Yeah. No, I like his advice big time. I mean, <laughs> thing is, I could see me, me in, in, a, in a car being pulled over and I shut the fuck up. You don't know my missus. She never yeah, shuts the fuck up. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Cheryl. Cheryl's the same, you know. Okay. Like, she's a very law-abiding, let's just do what they say kind of yeah. person coming from the Philippines, I guess. Maybe it's kind of more Yeah, you're gonna be more careful. Yeah. So you see that's it. A lot of people say as well, Tease, like if you have nothing to hide, there's no reason to get yeah. things. But like that's when you're in point, our situations. An awful lot of us do have something to hide because we're either after smoking or we have smoked relatively fucking well, yeah, close by, like, or we have a load of fucking weed on us. So, like I said, man, I'm technically because of the amount that I smoke and with the frequency that I smoke, it is effectively illegal for me to drive any time mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if if I get we had like I mentioned that machine, the Drager Drug Test Three Thousand, I think it's called. 
it's it's a swab test that they do and they it's can fucking parody it. out of south park is what the fuck it is yeah <laughs> it sounds like it, it it's you know but that's actually what the fucking thing is called and uh there's lots of problems with it whatever but the point is is they have this and they can use it and in canada we actually have like these specialized officers drug i forget what they call themselves but they're apparently more able to detect impairment due to drugs yeah drug, impa- drug impairment impairment yeah. enforcement or something like, something that. like this yeah, to make sure that you're high part. on this particular drug. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely well, ketamine. That one. Yeah, they'll bring you. They'll and then they'll look at your eyes and be like, "Oh, I know those eyes," or whatever. I don't know what they do. <laughs> but yeah, it's like is basically what you're talking about here. You know, the point though is, is their testimony is taken as expert testimony in yeah. court. You know, when when you mm-hmm. go to the judge and shit, so mm-hmm. it has a lot more weight than just some regular fucking jag off cop. Uh, so that's scary not, too. The thing I. Like, Sorry. Oh, sorry, Gage. No, go ahead. Sorry, you're finished. I was going to say, the nice thing about when you do actually smoke as much as us, you tend to kind of, you don't get the same, like, big red stone eyes. And no, you don't. You're not driving at, like, fucking 40 kilometers an hour on a fucking motorway thinking you're flying up the road type thing. It's you true, know? true. Yeah. I don't you're, know. You, We're not you're impaired. normal. You're not, not really impaired. impaired. Exactly, because you're not impaired. I, I'm not impaired, man. Like, you mm. should see the shit I, that I do when I'm impaired, apparently. Like, mm. I have the cleanest record of, of anybody at work, you know, in terms of safety, blah, 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 blah. So, like, it ain't impairment. But the fact that the machine says yes or no means I am. And that's bullshit. It is. A lot of cock about it. Yeah. Some bullshit. Uh, I was going to say something else. I can't remember what it was now. (laughs) Yeah, I was talking about uh, that Ricky Bushwick, innit, before... uh... (laughs) so there we have it that was mark from the pop brothers at law you can find these guys again all across social networks across the whole lot of the internet they're everywhere all you have to do is search for the pop brothers at law and you'll find them don't forget to subscribe to their youtube channel they have a live show every thursday that you can check out so make sure you check the show out and they have lots of good legal information from qualified lawyers from the usa so listen to what they have to say it's all very important stuff and remember if you get pulled over by the police be very polite but shut the fuck up don't say anything only follow what these guys tell you to say and anything else can be done by a legal professional who knows what they're talking about again thanks for listening to the show as i'm putting this episode out on the wednesday we have hit 100,000 downloads so thank you very much to each and every one of you who download the show every week and have enjoyed the show for the last year. Of course, if you have any news stories you want us to cover or any questions you want us to cover in the Grow Guide section, then head over to persysgrowroom.com, find the High and Homegrown section, and just drop a post in there. We're always happy to hear from you guys. So thank you again for listening to the show and the epic support that you show us all. And here's to the next 100,000. We'll see you on Friday for the next one. Goodbye.